Wow. We are back on the Off the Dome podcast after the NBA season. Uh, we were all, I was on a hiatus, a bit very busy, my personal life and work. But it feels great to be back at home doing what I love with a sports podcast. And I'm excited to pump out as many episodes as I can during the NFL season. want to make a quick shout out to my sponsors for this video, Brain Fuel and Coach Corner. Um, and I'm very excited to be back doing what I love to do. And I'm excited about the NFL season. It's going to be great. Mad and, we are, and we are here back. I'm here with my weekly NFL picks co-host, Adam Pearl. And we're going to be doing a preseason picks pod. AP, glad to have you back, man, for a new season. Matt, I'm glad to be here. It's like year three, year four. I'm not even sure at this point, but... We're we still started, going. We started like midway in like 2020 during COVID. Okay. So yeah, we'll give it a we'll say we'll say year three. But um I'm fired up. It's uh it's about to be an awesome season, and we got plenty to talk about today on this first pod. Absolutely, we do. Absolutely. Um, so we were so last year was probably was a crazy year in the playoffs and in general uh that was one of the highest scoring super bowls ever with the chiefs eagles um <laughs> and do you see which team do you think has the better chance in your opinion to get back with the chiefs or the eagles to get back to the super bowl because it's very rare for teams to go back to the super bowl and get back to the top especially the team that loses the season prior to get back to the Super Bowl. It is extremely rare. Um, but as far as those two teams go, I would say the most likely chance is probably the Eagles, in my opinion. Um, I think that they still have most of their core roster. And as far as just the NFC, I think it's a little lighter than the AFC. So, you know, Kansas City losing pretty much who was it? I guess they're only they didn't really lose too much, but their number one receiving target right now is what I'm looking at. It's like Kadarius Tony, I think, or maybe Marcus Vandis Scantling. Outside of Travis Kelsey, outside of 87. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's the tight end. I was thinking they're wide outs, but um, he can only do so much. And I feel like they're they're pretty light on the offensive end until I see what they can do week one and uh throughout the season. Then my mind can change. But as far as right now, I still think the Eagles, their defense is awesome, their offense is awesome. Hurts is gonna be better, AJ Brown's gonna be better, Devontae Smith is a stud. Um I really like the Eagles team, and I think they have a better shot. You know, not that Kansas City has a bad shot, but it's all uh, it's all relative. And DeAndre Swift, I think, can make a big difference. A new location and a healthier year, I think he can be a big difference maker. Imagine feel imagine Hurts and DeAndre Swift in the backfield with that sort of yeah play option crowded backfield. Um, they got a crowded backfield and a lot of options that can uh, hurt you in different ways. So I think, yeah, the addition of DeAndre Swift was uh, very big and can only help them. I think uh, I think they're a great team and one to look out for to be, you know, maybe once again back in the Super Bowl. We shall see. We shall yeah. see. Um, before, um, just another quick topic of discussion. Um if we finally get the run, this has been a topic of discussion this whole offseason about the importance of running backs. Now, I have very mixed views on it because typically with the whole running back situation, 
um, when you look at it from this perspective, you could say, well, they should be valued more than they're worth, but the last big running back contract we saw, which was in, I believe, 2019, when the Rams gave Todd Gurley like a massive deal, and then you know the story with his arthritic knees, it didn't hold up, and then he went to Atlanta, and that phased out, and now he's out of the league. So I can understand two sides of the coin. Um, I don't think running backs aren't worthless like some like they are out to be, but I feel like as the running back can be as talented as they are, but it matters about the offensive line and it matters about how great your quarterback is. Um, for instance, how do you, and Josh Jacobs and Saquon, those contracts, and they finally got resolved. Jonathan Taylor, that whole situation is a clusterfuck in every way. And now he wanted to get a trade. They couldn't find a trade. The Indianapolis Colts wanted a wide receiver one, Jalen Waddell. That was a standard running back, Jonathan Taylor. When healthy, he's one of the more talented running backs in the league, but he's on the the pop list, the physically unable to perform list for the first four weeks. So what's your view on the whole running back controversy this offseason and the whole Jonathan Taylor yeah, it's uh it's unfortunate for the running back, uh yeah, the running back community. But um, because I don't think they're worth this position. I think uh having a good running back is you know important to a football team and it really only helps. But the issue is that they're easily recyclable. Like if you like you mentioned, if you have a good offensive line and you have good quarterback play, it can make the job of a running back way easier than uh you know certain others, and you can maybe be less talented, less physically skilled but still have put up great numbers, have a great season. If you have the intangibles around you that let you be successful. So it's tough. And, you know, you can maybe argue that for a lot of positions. Um, But I think running back is one of those that it matters a lot more what's around you and who's surrounding you. So, you know, it's tough. I think they should get paid more than what they're getting, but you know, you don't see running backs stay in the league at their prime for that long. Um, You know, they maybe get three to four years of really, being dominant and then they could still be good and come down a little bit. But as far as, uh, you know, their primes and depending on who's around you, the running back market is maybe a reason it's at where it's at right now. So I see both sides as well. I feel for them and I do think they're valuable, but I think it's a very recyclable position where people come in and out um, and put up numbers. I agree. I agree. Totally. Um, now the final question I have, um, Colin Coward making a bizarre take on Justin Fields of him being a bust. Now, I don't think he's like a bust. I think he's going to be, I think he has the potential for a breakout year. We seen talented quarterbacks like him early on struggle with accuracy, like Josh Allen and his first year before he got Stefan Diggs and Jalen Hurts has struggled his rookie year and then he got better his second year and then they traded for AJ Brown and look what happened. He became, he probably would have been the MVP last year had he not gotten hurt. Um, Justin Fields, do you, this is a very crucial time for us bears fans because they finally got him a great receiver in DJ Moore last mm. year at the trade deadline. They didn't use utilize him enough, but they traded for chase Claypool you see yeah. what Darnell Mooney could do with his potential, and you see a little bit of Cole Komet when he's given the targets that he 
that he deserves. Do you expect Justin Fields this year to make that next step along the ranks of the Josh Allen and the Jalen Hurts of the world? I expect him to undoubtedly make a step. Um, His receiving yards are going to go up. Rushing yards, you know, hopefully go down. Um, And that's because, you know, I think he's going to get more time in the pocket. He's not going to have to scramble out every single possession. Um, He's obviously got better weapons around him. Getting a guy like Robert Tanyan, too, to have two quality tight ends. Um, And DJ Moore, you saw it in the preseason. He's electric. However... I still need to see Fields be consistent with his arm and make plays um, with his arm and throw those dots. I, I, you know, like you said, Jalen Hurts, you know, really made that step with AJ Brown and uh, Josh Allen with Diggs. And if it happens, he could be damn near one of the best quarterbacks in the league uh, just with what he can do on his legs. And if he could really get something going with his arm, um, so, hey, I expect him to make a jump, but I don't know if I fully expect him to make that same level of a jump as Allen and Hurts made. He's going to be better than last year. I don't think he's there yet to really make that jump and be considered, you know, one of the top, top quarterbacks in the league. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, let's get into our picks for this for the NFL season. And I can't believe that we're talking about this. And now it's crazy. So uh, we're back. So let's start with um, the AFC because they're the conference that won the Super Bowl last year. Let's Mm -hmm. start with my opinion. One of the more competitive divisions in the league, maybe the most competitive is the AFC North. It's the with the Steelers, Ravens, Browns and Bengals. Who do you Mm -hmm. like coming out of that division? So, yeah, this is a, not like sneaky good, but, um, you know, I see a team like Cleveland and Pittsburgh finishing at the bottom, but I still think those teams could be, you know, eight and nine teams, nine and eight teams. But um, I think Baltimore is going to have a great year. However, I think Cincinnati is going to be even better. I have Cincinnati winning the AFC North. I have Cincinnati maybe, uh, you know, sneak peek, maybe going a little farther than I expected. Uh so I, I love Cincinnati this year. I think, you know, another year of Burrow Chase. I know Burrow's a little banged up, but um, he's okay. Joe Mixon got out of the allegations or whatever. You'll have a full season. And um, I like Cincy. But I also think Baltimore could be a, a very, very good team this year as well. Um, I, I'm still going to pick the Bengals, but I'm not going to bet on that division. That's the division I'm going to stay away from. Because the Steelers, I think, could potentially threaten Cincinnati in that way. Because I've read reports of Kenny Pickett about how he's looked really good in training camp. Really he good. Was, and he looked really good in the preseason, too. Best quarterback in the preseason. His QBR was, like, insane. Grant. Nearly close to perfect. And yeah. I like George Pickens a lot. I think he can make that next step. Uh, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. I mean, hope Najee does well for EA and I's fantasy team. You know, we invested heavily on him. Mm-hmm. Um, it sort of could be like a nice thunder lightning duo where Jalen Warren will be the third down back from reports we've read. Um, and Najee Harris, he had a pretty slumpish sophomore year. 
by his standards. Um, yeah. So now that he's going to be healthier coming into, into the preseason, I think we expect him to be better than he was. Um, I think he can get back to that sort of rookie year level he was at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I really like the tight end, Pat Fryermuth, who I yeah. really like. Is really good. And Deontay Johnson is a very talented wide receiver. They got playmakers and Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season with the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's an outstanding, insane standard. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um, But I'm with you. I think, uh, I think this division is going to be dangerous. I think Pittsburgh has all the tools. If Kenny Pickett can take that step, like he has shown, they could be a dangerous, dangerous team as well. And I like the over on the Pittsburgh Steelers over under win total. I forgot what it was before we did this. Maybe like a seven and a half or eight and a half, something around there. I'd be surprised if it's, you know, any higher than. It was over under eight and a half wins. And I like them to take the over on the, on the eight over under eight and a half wins. I like it. I like, uh, I like that bet. Um, that's intriguing, especially knowing Tomlin's never gone under 500. So the, the Ravens, I think it really depends on Lamar and his health because mm-hmm. if he's healthy. We see what he is when he's healthy, but his style of play and I have yet to see him make that consistent leap forward. People think I'm a Lamar Jackson hater. I'm not a hater of Lamar Jackson, but if but I have yet to see that consistent dynamic pocket passing accuracy that we have seen from Lamar Jackson. Um, They do have a healthier run game with JK Dobbins and I expect him to have a really good year, um, especially Um, Mark Andrews. We know how he is. Um, He's top two to at worst top three tight end in the league. Uh, Zay flowers, the rookie that they drafted, he can be good. Yeah. And they still have a really good defense. They have a nice schedule to open the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Ravens could be sneaky good in the playoff spot. I think so, I'm a little sneak freak, but the FC North is going to be a dogfight with those three teams. Cleveland, they're very talented as well. But I just, Deshaun Watson, this is like his first full year back since like the suspension and he's getting up there in age as well i don't know what we should expect from deshaun jackson although i do like amari cooper a lot and i do think elijah moore will be really could be really good in for for flex option in fantasy leagues yeah you elijah moore had to get out of the jazz out of new york he wasn't uh he wasn't fitting in there didn't love it there but he's a quality player and it's gonna be interesting to see how he is in uh cleveland agreed Let's talk about the AFC South now. I don't think we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the AFC South, but it's an obligation. We have to talk about all the divisions. This yeah. is probably the worst division in the league, um, but I want to hear your perspective on it. I don't think the yeah. title as bad as some people think. I mean, they still have that same system in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but And he's only getting older. I think this is an easy call for both of us. I think the Jaguars run away with it. Um, I really – it's Tennessee could be the only team that I see maybe, you know, competing them with them uh, to uh, with the division, but I, I got the Jaguars, you know. They had a good season last year. They're only going to be better this year, getting Calvin Ridley potential. 
I don't know, some clips that they've posted, you know, throughout training camp. He looks like an absolute stud. So it'll be interesting to see how he fits in. Christian Kirk obviously had a great year last year. Evan Ingram, one of the best tight ends in football last year. They got weapons on O. Travis Etienne's a dog. Tank Bigsby, rookie running back. They're saying a lot. Um, you know, maybe by the end of the season could be taking some goal line carries from Travis. And uh I think I think Jacksonville is gonna have another good season. I mean, I like Jacksonville a lot as well. I mean, for the points you echoed. And um, I like what they're doing. I like exactly what they're doing uh, on the offensive side. I think Calvin Ridley, I think he's going to look very good. He will be rusty at first because of the year layoff. I think, I don't know if that's a warranted suspension, but that's a topic for another time. But I really think that, what Doug Peterson and this team did after starting off two and five and what Trevor Lawrence, the big leap he made last year and Travis Etienne, I know he showed flashes of what he could be as a rookie last year. I know that he had a lot of fumbles here and there, but, and that's why they got tank Bigsby just to put a little heat on him. I don't know if that's warranted, but I mean, I like Travis Etienne a lot and Evan Ingram, as you mentioned, um, and the defense last year, like, came through what it mattered most in crucial games. And I really like – I really think they're about to be a better defense uh, than they were a year ago. Um, I like Roy Robertson-Harris, um, and I like uh, Calais Campbell, which they got, which I think could be a very big fit for them. And I th- I think they'll be good. I really do. I think they have a lot of potential on that end. Um, and I think they'll be really good. I really like the Jacksonville Jaguars defense in that way. Um, I'm sorry. No, Clay's Campbell's not. I, I just read it wrong. Um, yeah, these are the Falcons. I was thinking uh, that. Falcons. No, I like, I, I was looking at the wrong one. I, I like um, Roy Robertson Harris. I like the Josh Allen, not Buffalo, but the yeah. Jacksonville Josh Allen. Tyson Campbell. I meant to say Tyson Campbell. Gosh, play as Tyson. Uh, Tyson Campbell. I like. Um, I like Devin Floyd a lot, and I think this team has a lot of potential here uh, to make win more than just one playoff game because they saw them make that step. Hopefully, they can get even further than where they were at a year ago. Without a doubt, I think so. Absolutely. Um, in the AFC East, again, this is like a very tough division as well. It is really tough. Because, because I really like, aside from New England, which I think is a little bit sketchy with their offense. Yeah. I've read reports of Belichick sort of being on the hot seat. Interesting. I mean, I don't know if that hot seat's warranted, but... I mean, he didn't, but we've seen what he was without Tom Brady. I'm not saying he's exposed, but the team surrounding surrounding Belichick on the offensive side, at least, has been very had much low. to work with. Not um, much to work with. No, and not- defense last year was a top three defense in football. Mm-hmm. The offense is a lot to be desired, but yeah. I look at the rest of this AFC East. I mean, what the Jets did, we know everybody knows what the Jets have done, and especially them being featured on hard knocks. They yeah. can be, make that next step, especially with the Rodgers-Wilson connection. Miami mm-hmm. depends on Tua's health. 
even though their defense is going to be a lot better this year than they were last year, even though Jalen Ramsey is going to miss some time to start the year. So, mm-hmm. and then Buffalo, of course, the cream of the crop, the AFC East, the last, last couple of years. So who do you like coming out of that division? I got Buffalo. Um, it might be a little chalky, but I, I don't know. I think they're the best team. I think the Jets obviously are going to make that step that you mentioned. I think, uh, Aaron Rodgers will win them ball games, and we already know their defense is, you know, top notch. It's elite. And Miami, Miami's good. I like Miami. I thought when they actually had Tua last year, they were winning a lot of ball games. Um, so it's it's a pretty loaded division. New England, you know, you always kind of think of them as a competitive team. However, on the offensive side right now, I don't really know what's going on. Who's like their wide receiver one even right For now? New Ken- England, uh, like Ken- Juju Smith Schuster. Oh yeah, they got Juju. That's correct. Um, but yeah, I don't really. It's kind of sketchy what's going on. And their here. running game, I can see Zeke Elliott getting game. a lot of carries and goal lines. Mm-hmm. Their their defense uh, is still gonna be good, and they're gonna be in a lot of ball games for sure. Without a doubt. So I think this is gonna be a very competitive division, but I think Buffalo is just, you know. Buffalo's Buffalo. They've been amazing the past few seasons. Hopefully they can make that jump that they've been looking for in the playoffs, have that playoff success. But um, as far as the regular season goes, I got Buffalo winning the uh, AFC East. Um, I'm also going to take the Bills as well. Um, I, I think the Miami Dolphins and Jets, I mean, this is like a bloodbath of a division of those three. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the Jets... I like the makeup of their roster on defense. Personally, I think they're, but when I look at their schedule per se, the New York Jets, I don't know if this team, Aaron Rodgers is now the oldest player in the league. Now that Tom Brady has retired. Their run game, Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's getting up there in age, and he's also been dealing with an injury. And Brees Hall's coming off of a year of that torn ACL. I don't mm-hmm. know. We don't know what to make of that. I do love the the Garrett Wilson. I think he's going to make a massive step in year two with Rodgers as quarterback. But I look at the New York Jets' schedule. Buffalo to open the season, and then they're at Dallas. They're at home against the Patriots. I mean, I know that we can question the Patriots' offense, but their defense is still good. Then they're at home against the Chiefs. Then they're at Denver, not a still a pretty good defense. Then at home against the Eagles. Then Chargers, Raiders, Bills, Dolphins. Dolphins again. That's a pretty – I'd say that's not an easy schedule for the New York Jets, to say the least. Not at all. It's going to be a battle for them. It's going to be a tough year for them. But um, at the end of the day, they got – a Hall of Famer under center, and I think Garrett Wilson could have, you know, a Justin Jefferson-like type season uh, as he did last year. So I really think uh, the Jets have weapons. They're going to do fine, but I don't think they're going to come out of the AFC East on top. I'm with you. We'll see if they can even make the playoffs, especially that tough division and that tough tough conference Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, Now let's talk about the AFC West. This is going to be everyone's picking the Chiefs, but I I don't know if is as obvious as it is. 
because they did lose their primary wide receiver outside of Travis Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Chris Jones is going to miss the start of the season, which is a big blow to their defense. So what do you make of this Chiefs team, and who do you like coming out of it? Because the Chargers, I, I, their offense is going to be better, much better run. Um, but I, I don't think it's necessarily like, as so much the offense struggles last year as much as Brandon Staley, who I don't know why he's still with the Chargers, and that is making me apprehensive on even picking them. Um, the Raiders, I mean, I don't know what we can expect with Jimmy G, and especially with Devontae Adams just turning 30 years old. Yeah. Um, even though I still think he's going to be one of the top five wide receivers in the league, he is getting up there in age. Um, not getting any younger. I think he has a year or two left of this ability, I would say. Yeah. Um, and then you look at um the Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos, Denver. I mean, it depends on Russell Wilson. I mean, Sean Payton, maybe he could fix Russell Wilson. Um, but I mean, I just I I am just not sold on them specifically because of what happened last year, them being one of the more embarrassing teams to poke fun at on social media. And I don't know if Russ has necessarily left of that elite quarterback play left in the tank. I don't know what to expect from them yet. Um, Who do you like coming out of this division? Because I mean, I'm leaning chiefs, but the chargers, could potentially knock them off, but I don't want to bet against Mahomes. No, I'm going Chiefs. Um, I feel like every year, you know, we're convincing ourselves the Chargers. It's the Chargers year. This year, this year's the Chargers year. We just haven't seen it with Staley. Um, it's you know they've they've done well and they've you know been serviceable, but I feel like they haven't taken that step to being elite that we've all kind of been thinking as far as you know since Herbert's been under center. So uh, I got the Chiefs. I got them winning. Uh, this division, Denver, you know, I could see maybe being like a game over 500, somewhere around that area at the end of the year. And the Raiders, I really don't know what to expect. Um, I think Devontae Adams is going to be an elite receiver still because his money is honestly the mid-range and, uh, you know, those middle routes. And Jimmy G is a conservative thrower. So I think he's going to get a lot of balls. He's going to get a lot of touches, but the Vegas team, I just don't have too much faith in. And uh, let me ask you this: Do you think Jimmy G is better than Derek Carr? Um, they're different quarterbacks. I would say it's such like a tough question. I think I would rather have a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo under center. He's won a lot more ball games than Derek Carr. Um, he's a conservative thrower. I think he knows more, you know, how to manage a ball game. And in a situation where you don't have an option of an elite quarterback, they're both middle of the pack. I think I'd rather have a guy that, you know, can manage a game better and win the game than a guy who can maybe get a home run or two a ball game. Um, I mean, look, Derek I Carr. What? I see both sides, honestly, because they're similar in skill, but different players. I'm probably going to lean towards Derek Carr only because of the fact that he's one of the been one of the 
league leaders in passing yards and him and Devontae Adams at least had chemistry last year because they played together at Fresno State. And I mean, Jeremy G, I mean, I don't know. He's always hurt when you if you once you rely on him to take to help you lead to that next step, he gets hurt and he's never been he's more so a very good game manager when it mm-hmm. matters most. Derek Carr is more of a gunslinger type. And I think now that with Derek, with Jimmy G under center, he's not going to have as much time in the pocket as like Derek Carr did when he was more of the gunslinger. Jimmy G is more of the game manager. So I think that because of Josh Jacobs last year with his amazing year, the defenses mm. are going to stack the box against him in that sort of way. Then I don't know if Devontae Adams will have that great open looks he had with Jimmy G as opposed to Derek Carr. Then so, he does short routes. If you got to get open quick, if they're stacking the box, he can probably one of the best route runners in the league. Do a little quick, hezzy slant in, bow, take it 30 yards after catch. No, I got him in one of my fantasy leagues, so I'm pretty big on Devontae this year. Right, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what he I mean, maybe, maybe they can that they can win big games when it matters most. But I, I'm going to say I that. I can see the Chiefs win the division. I, I don't know about the Raiders, though. I, I Last year, though, the Raiders were in, like, so many games that they should have won, like, mm-hmm. and they blew it. Like, they blew a 20-point lead to the Cardinals. They lost to the Rams against Baker Mayfield, who they just signed two days later. Yeah, that was They wild. blew a 17-0 lead against the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. They blew, like, a 17-point lead against the Jaguars. They – had so many games they should have won. They well, lost. Who would have maybe kept that lead? A game manager like Jimmy G. Or their but, the, but their defense. I don't know if they would have gotten that lead in the first place either. So hey, it's and, and uh what else was I going to uh say? Um and their defense, I mean they, they have talent. I like Chandler Jones a lot. I like Max Crosby. Yeah, man, they're both lead, but the rest of their set, but their secondary is very questionable. Very questionable. But, I only know Nate Hobbs, the Illinois graduate. I think he's like their starting free safety or something. Um, but that's really the only person in their secondary that I know. Now let's talk about the NFC North. Uh, we're going to the NFC now. Um, I don't want to. I I've been accused of being a biased person because. I mean, I I had three of these players in this division are on my friend Evan Annixter and I's fantasy team. So I'm not going to try to sound very biased here, but if because I don't want to get ridiculed here, but I'm going to just be very objective here about these. (laughs) So who do you so the NFC North? Yeah, this is. This is a very interesting division because I'm I'm gonna be careful with what I say here about this division because we've Minnesota was won the division last year. But I just can never be but if you look at the games they've won, they were like the only 11 win team last 13 win team last year to like have a minus point differential in each of their games. They were like they won 13 games last year. They were so many for the Vikings. Like, 
But that is, but if you look at the games they've won last year, they've been like mostly been by one possession. I think only two of their wins last year were by one more than one possession. You look That's at the games they've won last year, they've barely beaten certain teams. Like, and their defense, I mean, last year let them down a lot. Kirk Cousins, I think. Kirk Cousins, I I think is better than what a lot of people make him out to be. I think he's he's threw for four thousand yards last year, and I mean I really like what they're doing on offense, and I, I like I, Jordan Addison. I think he's going to be a good number two. Yeah, and number eighteen. I mean, is the greatest receiver in the world. And yeah, that dude's special. He's he up. is special, and I'm not just saying this because he's. Evan and I, because I took him first pick, but he is the most special receiver I have seen in a long, long time. I yeah. mean, he, it's really between him and Tyree Kill that could vouch for that 2K receiving yard record. I mean, it really is that. I mean, yes, Jefferson may not, will have a few lows here and there, but if I look at his route running, I look at his deep ball routes, I look at, I don't think there's one guy that could, consistently contain him and this is only this is he's going into year four he's still very young he's only 24 years of age this he's not really reached his prime level yet mm -hmm. he's great detroit they can make that next leap i mean when i after starting off the year i think one and six they've went on a big tear and almost made the playoffs i mean they lost by a tiebreaker to seattle for mm -hmm. that uh, final spot in the wild card round last year. I mean, I like Jameer Gibbs. I think he's going to do good things for them. Dave Montgomery, the the Bears. It depends on, like we said, it depends on if Justin Fields can make that next step and if the defense could be there. The Packers, we don't know what to expect with Jordan Love. Who do you like out of this division? Because I could see it going. I could see it going so many ways. So many uh, different ways. I don't think the Bears do it. I don't think the Packers do it. Um, I kind of want to say Minnesota, but I think at the end of the day, I think I might pick Minnesota. I don't know what the odds are, what the odds are on books. I think Detroit's the favorite. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why my heart's telling me Minnesota right now, but, um, I think it's. I don't really know what Detroit did with their draft this year. Getting Jameer Jameer Gibbs, and they just they signed Dave third. Montgomery. Yeah, and then they like got a linebacker too, but I think their linebackers were set. You and know? I like the tight end they picked up. They drafted Sam Laporta. Yeah, from Iowa. I think I was like tight end you, but um, ah, uh, you know the lines very well could, but I'm just gonna go with something something different. I'm gonna pick the Vikings. I think they. Obviously showed they can win ball games last year. Kirk Cousins is a good enough quarterback to win the close ones. And when you have, you know, maybe one of the best, maybe the best player like in the league in Justin Jefferson, um, their offense can get it done. I think Madison showed when he was given the one spot that he can put up numbers. It's going to be a matter of can he do it for a full season? Is he going to stay healthy for a full season? That's still a question mark, but, um, I'm going to go against, you know, the general public, and I think I'm going to take the Vikings. 
Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm at, I'm very torn here because I feel like whatever team I'm because I don't think the Bears are at that level yet because their defense I just can't see. Even though Justin Fields is gonna and DJ Moore have really good chemistry from what we saw in the preseason. Yeah, I do think they're going to maybe surpass their total win total. I forgot what it was, but I was it seven. Who the Bears? It's yeah. seven and a half, I think. Yeah, seven and a half. I could see them maybe going their over on their seven and a half win total. Yeah, I. If I look at these two, this division. It really just comes down to if the Minnesota Vikings are going to win when it matters most again, and for a while it was on their side, but if you look at the games they lost last year. They were really ugly losses, like that Monday night game last year against Philly, that horrible 40-3 to loss against the Dallas Cowboys, which was pretty terrible, uh, and that horrible Green Bay loss when they were at Green Bay in one of Aaron Rodgers' last home games as a Green Bay Packer. That was just absolutely a travesty, an absolute disaster. Um, and Kirk Cousins had one of his worst games as a Minnesota Viking. And then you saw what happened with their defense last year and when they really needed them in that wild card game against the New York Giants. The Giants won that game. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. They're, it's it's obviously, you know, there's there's not a clear-cut right. decision, but uh, I want to hear what you, you're thinking. I'm going to take – I'm usually against the public – but I'm going because my heart's saying Minnesota because I love Justin Jefferson. He's on my fantasy team. But I'm going to go with my head here and the team that's close to making that next leap. I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions to win the NFC North because I think that Jared Goff is going to – if you look at Jared Goff last year, I think he had his best year as a pro. And Amon Ra really took that. Amon Ra, St. Brown, went healthy. Oh, my goodness. He's going to be – he's going to make that next le leap for sure. And the running game, I like it a lot with Jameer Gibbs and Montgomery. I think their defense I, – I like Aiden Hutchinson a lot. I think he has super, superstar defensive potential. I like I like DJ Chark as the number two wide receiver. I like Sam Laporta. I like the makeup of this Detroit Lions team. And I love Motor City Dan Campbell's the only is the best coach in that division, in my opinion. So yeah. I'm going to take the Detroit Lions to win this division. And I'm going to stick by it. All right. I mean, hey, it's going to be a fun uh, division to keep an eye on. It's going to be a battle. So this is the only one so far we disagreed on. This is what, yeah, this was our first disagreement. We had to have at least one of them coming. It was bound to happen. Uh, the NFC South, this is, I mean, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's that, I mean, there's talent in this division. Like, I like this division more than the AFC South because I think Atlanta, I'm not saying they're going to do anything special this year, but I think Bijan Robinson could be that rookie that takes over the league one day. Um, and I like the makeup of 
of their offense. I think if Desmond Ritter could at least be a solid quarterback, nothing special, they could be in games. Um, and I like Drake London a lot. I think he's going to be, I think when he's utilized, he could be a solid option on a lot of teams. Kyle Pitts, you know. Yeah, I just can never get sold on Kyle Pitts. I feel like he's the guy every single year that everyone hypes up. And then they got to get him going. I feel like he's got that potential, but he just hasn't really had, you know, any quarterback play to get him to there. And um, I think he's a guy that could be a guy, but we just haven't seen that level of guyness yet from Kyle Pitts. I'm excited for him, though. As always, like you said. Exactly. Um, and then you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I don't know. I mean, this is their first year in the Tom Brady, post-Tom Brady rebuild. I mean, their defense is going to be one of the stronger units in of that conference. Mm-hmm. And I still think they'll be good for on the defensive side of the ball. But offensively, despite Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, Mike Evans is still really good. He's still probably one of the more consistent uh, receivers in the league. Baker, I did think he showed flashes last year. I do like Rashad White in the backfield, but I just don't know if this team is good enough to at least win what they're expect or surpass what their win expectation is, especially in the the NFC in particular. But who do you like out of this division? Because I think it's kind of obvious. I'm going to go with the Saints. Um, I'm going with the Saints. I think bringing in Derek Carr is a uh, huge addition for them. I think they were kind of missing some quarterback play. I think Chris Olave is going to have an awesome year. He's someone that I'm excited about for uh, fantasy. Haven't drafted him, but I want to draft him in uh, one of my leagues. So I think him, you know, putting up a thousand yards last year with horrible quarterback play at times is an extremely impressive feat. And I think he's going to be great, you know, getting Jamal Williams, a touchdown King, not that he's going to, you know, I don't think he's going to go crazy or anything, but I think he's a good replacement to have while Kamara is gone for the first three games. Um, I think their defense is fine enough to win in this bad division. So I got, uh, I got the Saints here. I just don't really trust the quarterback play from Atlanta, Carolina, or Tampa Bay as much as I do with Derek Carr. Absolutely. I I agree with you totally. I'm going to go ride with the Saints as well. I mean, their defense, like you said, I like Marshawn Lattimore a lot. Um, Tyra Matthew, Honey Badger, I think is going to do some good things for them as well. He has South and last year, I like Demario Davis, Cam Jordan. Offensively, I think with Derek Carr, I'm not saying they're going to be like contenders or anything like that, but Derek Carr, when he's with the right system, uh, I think when he has the right offensive line, I think they're going to do some good things. I I think, uh, I think Chris Olave is a stud wide receiver and I think he's going to make that next step. Um, Michael Thomas. I mean, He's like that guy who like, oh, he's going to be great, but then gets hurt. But like when he's like healthy, he's could be still a good number two wide receiver. I'm not saying he could be the Michael Thomas of years ago, but I think he can still be really good. And Taysom Hill is the Swiss Army Knight in the backfield. 
Army knife in the backfield. And I got to say, I think Juwan Johnson is going to be a very sleeper for tight ends this year in fantasy. I like Juwan Johnson a lot. He had some good games last year, um, some multi-touchdown games last year. So good. Yeah. I, I think he's very underrated for the tight end position, Juwan Johnson. I'm with you. Um, and Derek Carr, I like there, and Jamal Williams is a touchdown king last year. I have a question. Do you think he could be that go-to guy in fantasy for at the flex spot with Alvin Kamara out? For those I, first three games, I the think there's three games. Yeah, I think there's a chance he could be a bell cow um, and get a lot of carries and get um, – because we've seen what he's able to do when he does have that role, and he can fill the stat sheet. Um, You know, get him to the goal line, he's going to score a touchdown. I – as far as, you know, slotting him at the flex for those first three weeks, it depends who your other options are. I don't know about week one – Maybe you start him and then maybe week two and three, you can see kind of how, you know, week one went because there's a chance that anything could happen. I don't know. They might revamp the offense with a gunslinger like Derek Carr out there. So I don't really know what uh, their play style is going to be. It's going to be tough to predict, but I think without a doubt, he could have a very prominent role in that offense for the first three weeks. Agreed. I, I totally agree on that end. Uh, but I, I like the Saints coming out of that division yeah. for sure. I think they have, I think they can maybe win one wild card game, but we'll see what, what happens on that end. Um, now let's discuss the um, NFC East, which is really going to be between these two teams, like what the trend is every year. Um, I mean, the NFC East, honestly – it's really like just between those two teams. Um, the commanders, I think, are going to be better. I think this division, people will make fun of that division, like how years ago it was a joke, and everyone loved to make fun of that horrible division. Now yeah. this division's actually oh no, they're good, respectable division. I mean, I lo- even the Washington Commanders with Sam Howell, who did show good signs in preseason, I, and I like Jahan Dotson a lot. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be very good for them. Logan Thomas, their tight end, Scary Terry, and their defense with Chase Young coming back. I think they they could be very competitive in that division. The Giants, I mean, they they did just make the playoffs a year ago. They're coming off a playoff win from a year ago. They did get exposed badly against the Eagles. They were they were terrible. But I I think yeah. Daniel Jones is fine he's a better fantasy than he is a real life quarterback because of his legs mm-hmm. but he did make a solid leap in his third year i would say sure without a doubt um i kind of like the giants this year i don't have them winning but um i think they can be sneaky i think darren waller um has potential to like have a breakout season i know he's kind of already broken out and people know who darren waller is he's, he's he was hurt last year and yeah, like, he was hurt. missed multiple weeks um I think he could thrive in this offense. I think he could be the number one target for Daniel Jones, and um, he could be a stud in fantasy this year. But as far as this division winner goes, I got the Eagles. Um, you know, we talked about it a little earlier as far as who's got the chance to make it back, and I, I trust the Eagles. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna run it back. Maybe not all the way to the Super Bowl, but at least run back winning the division. I, uh, 
I got Philly this year. Um, you know, Dallas could make some noise, but I just it's the Cowboys, man. They kind of always disappoint. And I don't know if I could pick them up. Uh, you know, Dax out here saying that he's gonna what uh you know. And did you see his preseason picks throwing in the double coverage? His exact quote. And and did you see like his and did you see him mic'd up in training camp where he threw it to I think Trayvon Diggs and then Trayvon Diggs talked crap to Dak and they said, We're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, Come on, Dak, Uh, that's not hard. Um he he thinks he's the man there, but you just threw a pick, brother. I uh I got the Eagles. I think I think this might be a you know division to look out for as far as those top three teams. Commanders, I don't think stand a chance. I'm gonna be intrigued to see how Sam Howell plays. I can't really believe he's a starting quarterback in the NFL, but um it'll be interesting to see how he plays. That game against Dallas last year, like the last game of the regular season, I know people don't want to put much stock into it, but he looked really good against the Cowboys, and he looked really good in the preseason. I'm going to defend him on this one. I think he's going to be better than what a lot of naysayers have to say on him. I mean, where did he, he go to college again? I think it was like maybe Nor. I, this is what I this is like the trend I feel like for quarterbacks that go to like unrecognizable schools. Yeah, he went to North Carolina. That's what I was thinking. I mean, hey, North they're, Carolina. They're they're not the most prominent. Like, no, but they got this guy Drake May, who's going to be a stud uh, coming out next year. He might be like a top five pick. So, they I guess they do have quarterback play over there in North Carolina. But it's it yeah, I like how you're standing out for him. He could be totally fine, and I could be overreacting. But it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out. The North, it, yeah, I, I think I like the East as a lot. I'm gonna take, I'm not taking the Dallas Cowboys. Let's put it that way. I will on this on record because every year the Cowboys said, "Oh, we're gonna win the Super Bowl. We're gonna do this." I mean, yeah. they they did beat the Bucks, and look what happened against the Niners. Horrible quarterback play when it mattered most, and they they just and Tony Pollard did get hurt. I'll give them that. He he was. He is going to be very good this year, um, and this is sort of like a make. He could be a stud this year for fans. I like Tony Pollard a lot, and I like Brandon Cooks. I think he was a good addition for them. And he's low-key, like always a quality player. I mean, he's he, the just, good he just gets hurt. And he gets bounced around. He's like that traditional guy that he's good for a certain team, but then he just gets bounced around like from team to team. Their defense. I mean, there's not much you can say bad about their defense. Their defense is a top three unit in football. I mean, they just picked up Stefan Gilmer. Wasn't the corner that he once was, but he still could contribute to a very good team. And, and obviously, you know, number seven for 11 from heaven. We all know how great he is. We He's know different. DeMarcus Lawrence. We know how much and Trayvon Diggs. I know he is hit and miss, which yeah. we talked about in years past. But but you cannot deny his talent for sure. So, I mean, I like, I just think that when it comes down to it most, I know that there's a trend in the NFC East where you switch off whichever team wins each year because no team's won like back-to-back divisions in a very long time. But, and, but I think that trend's going to end and I like the Eagles. I think they're hungrier this year, and I have think they have potential to get back to the Super Bowl. I'm going to stick by them this year. I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles to win the NFC East. Yep, we agree there.
And the NFC West, uh, we got this is a pretty good division as well. I mean, the Seahawks, Niners, and the Rams could the Rams they were they were yeah, a question mark this year, kind of. They're a question. Cooper Cup's going to miss time to start the year. And mm-hmm. I don't and when he's healthy, he's one of the top three to five receivers in the league. When he's sure. not healthy. And when Matthew Stafford, the older he he's getting up there in age, and he there's reports of training camp, he's not connecting with these current young wide receivers. So, but so that's not really a great sign. And they do still have Aaron Donald on defense. Their defense is going to be fine. Their offense, Cam Akers, I think when he's given the right opportunities, he could be very good. I don't know about the Rams because they disappoint a lot of people last year and Matt Stafford's getting up there in age. And Hey, I feel like ever since they won the Super Bowl two years ago, it's gone all downhill from there. 100%. I'm with you there. Um, I think the NFC West is really between uh, the Niners and Seattle. We saw last year that Geno Smith is a serviceable and potentially good quarterback i mean he was every he's he proved a lot of naysayers wrong last year and uh it was it was pretty exciting to see they're only adding more weapons for him with jsn uh jackson smith and jigba and dk and tyler lockett are very good still um you know i think they're kind of getting some bad looks in fantasy from my understanding as far as their like draft position but i still think they're quality players and they got an offense that throws the ball Um, i think the reason being I think the reason being that I think that people are seeing that DK Metcalf has had a lot of drops and he's very hit and miss at times. We There's no doubt his potential. It's just that he makes a lot of drops. And it's, I think it's due to the fact they have, they're a very crowded receiver room with JSN getting drafted. And sometimes it's by committee one week. It'll probably be JSN one week. It'll be Metcalf and the other week it'll be Tyler Lockett. And I think Tyler Lockett getting is 31 years old, but I mean he's still one of the best route runners in the league. And last year I saw no signs of decline from him. He there was he went, I believe he went four straight, four to five straight weeks of at least one touchdown. I mean, he's when still every year he's one of those undervalued fantasy gems that you get in a very late round. He's good. He's really Walker's a good running back. So like and Kenneth Walker and I like, and they drafted Zach Charbonnet. I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. They like him a lot over there. They think that uh, Kenneth Walker and him also could be potentially sharing carries by the end of the year. So it's going to be something to keep an eye on. Um, as far as this division goes, I think the Niners are going to win. I, uh, you know, their defense is elite as always. And Brock Purdy proved to be, serviceable quarterback i know i've said that word a few times to describe some quarterbacks but i still need to see a little more to call him like good i think um i just he's you know kind of like reminding me of jimmy g he's managing the game he wins games but um you know i haven't seen that star power quite yet from him and i think uh you know their offense full year with mccaffrey and shanahan's offense elijah mitchell hopefully he stays healthy because he's a good uh back when McCaffrey's you know taking a break or he's out and uh Debo's obviously a stud Ayuk's a stud Kittle they've got a bunch of weapons I think they do win the uh division here and I think they could have a great 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 season um let's just get this out of the way um 
are you do you have fire in your belly coming from off the bus ride <laughs> that was like the worst video i've ever seen in my life <laughs> i could not believe that there were nfl players in that room listening to jonathan gannon try and fire him up like that hey, i mean shoo 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 shot yeah so <laughs> yeah i don't know if you'll be there next year <laughs> he, is, that way. <laughs> he is he is i know people have said this line um but he is like the michael scott of that team so cringe um it's bad bro and it's like they're so clearly tanking too they, which is... they're tanking for caleb williams and i don't know if caleb williams even wants to go there after if he sees that <laughs> is kyler's contract up like they signed him to a fat contract did they not it's yes they did last year they did so um are they gonna trade him are they I, I, d- they're they are the franchise that's like one of those franchises that's in total flux and doesn't have a clear direction. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, their offense I has some weapons. I like James Conner. Marquise Brown, I think. Hey, why for one? Marquise Brown? I think so. If he's – look, I like Marquise Brown, I but if he's like your wide receiver one. Yeah, it's not great. He's a flex option in fantasy, and he's a wide receiver one on the Cardinals. Let's <laughs> – that but says, yeah. Zach Ertz is, he's good, but he's hurt and he's that, he like doesn't even know when he's gonna play. I think he like might be ready to go, but the they might be holding him out or so. I don't know what's up with that. The whole organization is kind of in flux right now. It's a weird situation in Arizona. I mean, I mean, let's just say if you're looking for defenses to stream against a fantasy, if you see the team that's Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Pick him up, maybe. It's Pick him up. Pick yeah. up. Yeah. It's probably worth it. Who do they have? Josh Dobbs starting under center for them? <laughs> I mean, what is that, bro? Like, what are we doing here? Like, <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, getting back to the real teams to talk about in this division, um, this is very close because I I think I like the Seahawks a lot, and I do like Geno Smith, and I think their team in general, I think, is gonna. I think they definitely can make it the playoffs again. But I'm going to stick with a safer pick. I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers only because of their really good, because Brock Purdy coming back healthy from that Tommy John surgery and Debo Samuel is still there. Brand Ayuk still one of the better playmakers for that team. And Kittle, when he is healthy, and when he's fed, he's one of the best tight. He's, in my opinion, a top three tight end in the league. I mean, right up there with Kelsey and Mark Andrews. And from what we saw last year when he was healthy and when him and Purdy had a very special connection last year. Found him. He was like a safety blanket kind of for Purdy. He was. And I really like what their team is made of and their defense. They're one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, Bosa's defensive rain defense player of the year and he well deserved it last year he was absolutely incredible and i like fred werner a lot and they had the best rushing defense last year i just think they're just too good of a defense to not around with so i'm gonna pick the san francisco 49ers to win that division so Mm -hmm. i think the only division we agree disagree upon is the vikings and the lions 
Yeah, which is, you know, kind of a crapshoot. Like, who knows what could uh, really happen there. And I, uh, we'll so, see what happens at the end of the year once, you know, all these records are final. We'll see how we did. But so before we talk about the MVP, Defense Player of the Year, and our Super Bowl picks, who is your top seven, like, from each conference? Let's start with the AFC. My top seven. Like your division winners we talked about. But who are the wild card teams? Wild cards in any particular order? Let me think. Um, I mean, I you know I got the Jets, so I need two more. Jets, Chargers. Oh man! And then either the Ravens or Dolphins, maybe. I think, yeah. But which one? I would do the Ravens over the Dolphins. I think. Ravens over the well, it would be Jets, Chargers, Ravens, along with my division winners. So you have the Chiefs, Bills, Jaguars, Bengals, and no particular order. And then you had Jets, Ravens, Chargers, Jets, Ravens, Chargers. I also like the Dolphins and Steelers, though, but I think, yeah, I'm going with the ones that I just said. Jets. So mines are the obvious ones as well. The top four division winners we chose: Chiefs, Bills, Jaguars, Bengals. Um, Bills, Jaguars, Bengals, and I like the Chargers. Um, and you know, I'm going. You know what? I like the idea. I think that when when we talked about the beginning of the show of how great. The, this AFC North is going to be along with the Chargers, um, are the only team in the wild card. I'm gonna go three teams out of the AFC North making it to the playoffs. I'm gonna say Steelers and Ravens come out of that division, come out of that, um, to make the playoffs because I am a big, I actually am a big fan of what the Steelers did this offseason. And I really like Kenny Pickett, who is going to be a good, solid streaming option for those wanting him in fantasy. And their defense, T.J. Watt, when healthy, we know how great he is and how dominant he is. And I think Mike Tomlin is the most consistent coach in the league right now, especially with Belichick. We see what he is without Brady. Mm-hmm. Past, like, t- over this I probably since Mike Tomlin took over, he's been probably the most consistent coach in the league. I think he's one of those guys that I would put my pads and helmet for. And if there's one of those coaches I'd suit up and play for, be Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. He's the leader of men, and I, I think this team is going to make the playoffs. And I, I'm not he. They weren't like that crappy team that made the playoffs two years ago. I think they're a lot better. They're a lot deeper than what they were two years ago. And I like Kenny Pickett a lot, so I'm going to take the Steelers. And the Jets, again, their schedule, I it gives me a little bit of skepticism on them this year. For they, them. Have a lot of fruit. they have a lot of They have high expectations, and I'm, accept, I'm expecting I them. just don't think those expectations are really warranted, though. Yeah, no, I mean, I hear you. I, I do think their defense is a certified, you know, top 10 defense in the league. And if their offense can figure it out with the Rodgers, then they could be – I do think that they could be a powerhouse. Right. Now let's talk about who your MVP is. Well, let's do NFC real quick first. Oh, the NFC. Yeah. Oh, 
yeah, my mistake. The NFC, um, the NFC uh, playoff winners. So you had. So let's we'll start with the easy four. Um, uh, in no particular order, you had Vikings, Saints, Eagles, and Niners. And Niners. I'm gonna go with my three, Detroit. Um, I think if, yeah, I think Detroit makes the playoffs. Seattle, and this is where I'm struggling. Giants or the Cowboys, and. I wanna I wanna have some fun. I'm gonna say the Giants. I'm gonna say the Giants make it back to the playoffs if they have a healthy Saquon. Um and you know, healthy DJ, Daniel Jones. I think their defense, Kayvon Thibodeau is a dog. Um, he's gonna be better. And I just want to pick him over the Cowboys because I just don't have that much faith in the Cowboys. I know their defense is it. It's more against Dak. And uh I think Tony Pollard is gonna be awesome this year. I do. CD Lamb is obviously a incredible incredible receiver and they had weapons something about this giants team and you know going against the grain that's kind of what i'm doing right now and i need to need to have some uh surprise or pick seattle lions and giants so you had the cow so you had vikings eagles niners saints cowboys lions giants yeah okay on my end i'm going to Wow, no Seahawks. It's interesting. I, no, I pick I pick Seattle. Wait, you picked Vikings, Eagles, Niners, Saints, Cowboys, Lions. No, no I did not pick the Cowboys. It was Seattle Giants and oh, wow. No Cowboys. Yeah, I'm gonna say Cowboys miss the offs. I'd love for that to happen. Saying it. We'll see what happens. So you are on record saying the Dallas Cowboys will miss the playoffs. On record, and I might look like a fool in a few months, but um, I also might look like a genius. So we'll see. We got to have high takes, and that's my hot take. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I can't say I totally disagree with you on that end. Uh, I love for the, seat, the Cowboys to fail, but. They're too talented enough to miss the playoffs again. That'd be an absolute travesty. Like for anyone that watches football, it would be we want to see Dallas losing the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> There's not nothing too much fun about that without them. We got to see them make it there to lose. Um, no, that's facts. They're they're so talented, but you know, I'm 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 gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick with it. So I am going to pick the Cowboys only because of their talent. Yeah. Um. And You're I'm going to take Seattle because I do like them a lot with the JSN pick. And people are going to hate on me for not picking the Bears to make the playoffs, but I'm going to take I'm going to take the Vikings to win to make the final playoff spot. I don't think they're going to win the division again. Be simply because of the fact that the Detroit Lions are very talented and because I don't think they're going to win 13 games again like they did in the fashion that they did, considering they had the worst plus-minus differential of a division winner of a 13-team win team to have like a negative point differential. That's just insane. Boggers. <laughs> I mean, but – but I think they're going to make the final spot. I think the Giants are going to lose out on this one, considering how tough the NFC East is talented. 
Yeah. So my wild card teams, Cowboys, Seahawks, Vikings, yours are the Seahawks, Lions, Giants. Yeah. Interesting. Now let's talk about the MVPs. Yeah. Um, my MVP this year, I I think I went with Josh Allen last year and that didn't work out. And I was thinking about going again this year, but I don't want to just keep taking him until he gets it. I think he's an MVP type player and he's going to have an MVP like season, but I'm going with the quarterback that I had for my fantasy team last year, who I fell in love with, who I think is only going to be better this year. Um, more talent around him. I mean, honestly, kind of the same pieces, but you get a guy like uh, DeAndre Swift in your backfield, and I think it could only elevate him. I'm going Jalen Hurts, MVP of the 2024 NFL season, 23-24 NFL season. And your defensive player of the year? Player of the year, I'm going uh, someone on a team that you're pretty high on, and I think this guy uh, – has proven to be an absolute menace when he's on the field. He's got to stay healthy, but TJ Watt. Um, TJ Watt, I think, is going to be my defensive player of the year. I could see it going also to, you know, the number 11 on the with the star on his helmet. But um, I do think TJ Watt gets the uh, defensive player of the year this year. I'm going to go reverse order to start. I'm going to go with my defensive player of the year. I think that my defensive player of the year, I think I'm I'm a Cowboy hater, but I'm going to acknowledge greatness when I see it. I think the defensive player of the year this year is going to be Micah Parsons because I think he's due for one at some point, and I think he's going to get it this year. I think Micah Parsons is my defensive player of the year. Uh, now – I actually am going to be higher on this team as opposed to years past, considering the fact that I am been critical of this team because every year they're hyped and I think they're kind of under the radar as opposed to years past. But I think this team, this team will break through. I'm going to talk about them later on. I'm going to give you a little spoiler here. My MVP this year, as much as I like Jalen Hurts, as sort of like the guy Justin Fields could be a prototype to. I'm going to go with the other guy we talked about. I'm going to go with Josh Allen as my MVP. Oh, I like it. I like it. I think Buffalo is going – I think it's going to be an absolute war, and I think the Buffalo Bills are going to come out on top. Uh, And Von Miller's coming back week four, and if they – if Josh Allen cuts down on those turnovers, because he's been one of the league leaders in interceptions last couple years – I think this is the year he finally cracks the code. And I think him with Diggs and that whole offseason controversy of him wanting to be or wanting not to be here, I think it's going to spark a fire with this team. And I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills on that end. I guess we're just going to name off next who we have winning, going, being in the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll go first. I, uh, you know, kind of – similar to what my theme has been going a little bit against the grain but not totally um i have my afc winner being the cincinnati Bengals, and i have the nfc winner being the san francisco 49ers and the super bowl winner i have the cincinnati Bengals 
winning the Super Bowl, beating the Niners. I don't really have a score yet. I didn't write a score, but um, I think the Niners can get there, but I don't think they're quite yet. I think Brock Purdy, I can't really consider him a Super Bowl winning quarterback quite yet, but I think uh, Joe Burrow and the fellas, that dynamic offense takes away. And, uh, you know, they were so close last year to getting in the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for a late hit, they could have been there. And I think this is the year that they take the step and win it. I'm going to start with the AFC because I think I kind of spoiled it a few minutes ago. I'm usually not high on them from years past, but I'm going to go against the grain itself. I think this is the team that's finally going to break through of their championship window, considering they've had multiple playoff disappointments that um, losing in the AFC championship to the chiefs back in 2020, and then lose, then that 13 second meltdown, which where they were 13 seconds away from getting back to the AFC title game. And then eventually, um, and then eventually, uh, and then last year, the epic flame out against the Cincinnati Bengals in the snow in which Josh Allen and Diggs were not on the same page. And I think this year they will be on the same page. So I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC. Now, the NFC, this is going to be very, very tough because. I think it's going to be between the Eagles and the Niners. This year, though, I'm not going. I know that there's a trend that teams that get to the Super Bowl lose out and it's a Super Bowl hangover. But I'm going to go against the grain on that one. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles to win the NFC. I like it. Now, in the Super Bowl, between the Bills and the Eagles, I think it's going to be the trend. I mean, I would love for see the Buffalo Bills winning a Super Bowl in my lifetime. Not this year. But it's not but it's not this year because I think they're just cursed. They're just one of those franchises that's absolutely cursed. So, I'm going to stick with them and I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles to win the Super Bowl. So you in the Super Bowl, you have Niners Bengals and you have the Bengals winning and Bills Eagles, I have the Eagles winning. Yeah. But hey, I got my MVP being the winner of your Super Bowl, so I uh I on the same page. I, yeah, I'm with you where I think uh they're not going to have that hangover type year and I think they're going to be absolutely in it and very well could be winning the Super Bowl come uh, February. Well, we shall see what happens. Uh, we shall see. Adam Pearl, thank you for joining this Off the Dome podcast, and uh, let's have a great picks year. Dude, 100%. I'm excited. Let's get it. There's a lot of football to be played, and um, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you guys for listening to another edition of the Off the Dome podcast. So great to be back doing this. Have a great day and great night. Go get them.